Hi guys, welcome to our third series of webinars, podcasts, episodes. Um, we're going to take a slightly different approach with these. Previously, we've talked about clients or talked with clients about their journey, about how they got involved um, and how they basically used their, their profits and, and, and how they got on with, with trading. We're going one step further today. We're going to talk with our in-house guys. We're going to talk with people who work with us, people who work for us. We're going to talk with people who have previously been on episodes. And we're going to talk about the journey they've been on and the trials and tribulations they've actually faced getting into a full-time Forex career. Now, it's not all glitz and glamour. It's not like you see on the movies or Wolf of Wall Street. Um, There's a lot less glamour to it. So we're going to talk today about Ryan and Gulam, about what it's actually like to be in a situation where you're trading. It's still a fantastic career. It's just not quite what it's what it's sold um, on films and whatnot, is it? Absolutely. So um, <laughs> we've got Ryan, who used to work in pensions. He used to work with Gulam as well. Um, so we've got Ryan here. Hi there, guys. And Gulam. How's it going? And today we're just going to be talking, as I said, about their journey. So just to give you a bit of background, Ryan and Gulam joined us about 18 months ago. They were in jobs they weren't particularly happy with. They were working more hours than they wanted to and not earning enough money. From there, they kind of sat down and decided that they didn't want to do that anymore and they needed to get into a career they actually wanted to be in. That happened to be Forex and so FX came along. So where did you guys start? So we'll talk to Ryan first. Um, where did you start in terms of coming, I guess, out of school? Because it, you worked in a company for quite a while, didn't you, from school? So yeah. we'll go from there. We'll talk about when you left school. Uh, you didn't do sixth form or college, did you? You went straight no, to work. I, um, I did a couple of induction days at college um, for electric, uh, electrical courses and like plumbing courses. Didn't really enjoy them. Um, when I went there, if I'm honest, I didn't want to be on site, cold, wet, early mornings. Um, I stumbled across a job um, in a very large pension company. Um, it was there for six or seven years, um, moving around different uh, teams, um, obviously different industries within that. Yeah, for someone of your age, that's quite a lot of experience as well in terms Massive. of being in, in, in the finance industry, I suppose. Yeah. And it just goes to show that you can get to the desired role without university, with experience, um, because you worked there as well, didn't you, Gulam? Yeah, so I initially came out of college, went to university. Okay, And I was at uh, sports psychology at Winchester. Okay. So I studied there for three years, came out of college, um, university, and then it's like everything, money, you need money, don't you? Yeah. So the first job I came across was literally this pension firm that Ryan came. Um, that's where I initially met. Okay. And we started talking and then I think at this firm, it's like you're a cog in their machine. Yeah. yeah. So you work in day in, day out, data processing, long hours, like you already said. Yeah. And the money wasn't great. So we're just looking for different sort of things that we can actually find to increase our income on a monthly basis and just to see. Came across Forex, came across Bitcoin, but we just didn't know what was legit. Yeah. And that's pretty much where we came across. And then Ryan come through here. And then from then, now both of us are here, aren't we? So in terms of, well, you, you worked in, in the pension fund, um, how long were you there for? So I was there for two years. Okay, so Ryan was there a bit longer. Yeah. Um, in terms of getting to the point, I get. I guess a lot of people get to the point where they, they don't like their job, mm. but it comes back to comfort zone, doesn't it? It yeah. comes back to that thing of, um, I don't really like it here, but I know what I'm getting paid at the every month. Yeah. I know who, who yeah. I sit next to, I know yeah. where my parking space is. Yeah. And life becomes mundane almost, yeah. but it becomes safe yeah. and comfortable. Yeah. What what tipped you over the edge to want to push yourself? So I know I know it's much easier when you're younger. I know you've got well, I say no mortgages, you've got a house and whatnot and all of that. Um 
it's much easier when you're younger, no commitments. You've yeah. got, you haven't got a family. You might have a girlfriend, but you haven't got kids that rely on you. So, what made you take the the plunge, so to speak? What was the what was the deciding factor? Um, a bit like Gulam said. So, I, I was obviously there like six, seven years, and I was moving around different teams. I actually did my CF1 financial exam mm-hmm. when I was there. Um, so, obviously, stocks and shares and forex was within that. So, yep. that's where I first stumbled across it if I'm honest is through that exam okay and then obviously through the pension fund but just you just have to give new things a go I think us as a generation now new things are readily a bit available for us yeah I think we're much bigger risk takers than previous generations as well which is obviously why the why you see a lot of young entrepreneurs making a lot of money nowadays because um, I know my parents' parents were always risk averse and save money for a rainy day, yeah. save money for a rainy day. My parents are less risk averse, but they still save money. Whereas our generation are kind of like, and it might not be right, it might not be good. However, it is how we are, and it's push on, make as much money as possible, yeah. and keep going and going and going and going because yeah. the sky is the limit, so yeah. to speak. And I think that with the internet, with social media, that is a much easier thing to do than yeah. previous we generations. Have platforms yeah. there for us to use in to the way to make it. money tonight. Yeah. So. so obviously you're here now, you were there then. What, what happened in the interim? So did you kind of find Forex, find us through social media, um, which is the only place you would have found us, I suppose, um, and then go from there or did you decide, was there a job opening? How did how did that situation arise? Um, so me and Gulan were looking into it for a while. Yeah. Um, we stumbled across loads of different companies and yeah, traders yeah. Um, at yeah. the time that we didn't know what it was. A lot wanted to charge yeah. us a monthly fee. There was different brokers, there was different apps. It was just very, very saturated in terms of information out there. Yeah, it's we were, we Sorry, were close, there. yeah. So we were close to actually paying a monthly subscription, weren't we, yeah. at one point? We were like on the just verge of doing it. Yeah. It wasn't much, but it was just the fact that it was a small amount, but I think that's It was how a financial commitment. Yeah, exactly. Um, and it, it's, I think, um, when you don't know what you're looking at with this and you look at it, it's a sea of information, misinformation. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's, it is quite intimidating. Yeah. It is quite intimidating when you look around and you see all these big words and people talking yeah. about stuff that they don't really know what they're on about. Sure. Um, it's a bit like getting into anything. I suppose if, you, if you've never played golf before, it's like going to a golf club and trying to play golf. You've got Spot no on. idea what's going yeah. on. All the clubs, all yeah. the balls, all, all the, the different, different types yeah. of things, yeah. different all swings. The tools. Yeah. And I think that's what, when we initially were looking into it, we were going to go like half on an account. Yeah. Yeah. We were looking into it both separately, both together. And there wasn't anyone like SoFX at the time that was condensing everything down, yeah. making it easy to read and easy yeah. to understand to actually yeah. want us to get started with it. Because I guess, um, and, and, and you guys now, just to give um, everyone watching a bit of background on what you do, you actually onboard clients now, don't you? So yes. basically your specialty is to, is to turn it into normal people's language so to yeah. speak you've so got me one end of the spectrum who doesn't speak english yeah. from, from yeah. a nine to five and yeah. then yeah, yeah, yeah. you guys who kind of make that transition yeah. for people and make it easier for them who understand both sides of it yeah. um so yeah just to kind of go back to it is it's difficult and, and obviously i guess that's one thing that appealed to you was the fact that there were people like you who you could actually speak to on the phone as well yeah, yeah. um and not just have to instagram message and hope that they get back to you yeah. and hope that everything's right so yeah, i guess cool. that um your job now is is better than your old job it's very rewarding now um obviously where we've come through as clients ourselves yeah it's manageable it's relatable for us so when people come to us and say 
I've got a problem with X, Y, Z. I don't understand this or this terminology. We've been there. We yeah. understand. You know that. the answers because so, you've had the questions. Yeah. Absolutely. And yeah. at the time, we, we had to teach ourselves. So to yeah. give back now yeah. and actually help new guys that want to start and actually yeah. want to take that jump, we're here for them to do that. It's like pretty much what you said, Clat, like translating mm. it to complete new starters because obviously yeah. we were there and it wasn't that long ago where we were there. So it's easy, yeah. it's easy translatable to people that have no prior experience with it. Yeah, and I think that, um, that you've got to have a lot of patience with yeah. people as well because it's not their fault, is it? They just don't know. And, and, yeah. and I think what's cool about your guys' story, which is obviously why we're talking today, is the fact that you've kind of flipped the roles because you were there, you were the other side of the phone, and now, yeah. now you're almost... Giving back is almost cliche because it's not charitable work. You yeah. do get paid for it. It's not... You don't come in in your own time. <laughs> um, but you do give back to you you help people come on board because i think there is so much scope and so much potential for people to as we've take, um, spoken about previously take risks and chase their dreams and chase where they want to be because yeah. um there's so much there was so much stigma about the world that you've got to go to uni to you need to be successful yeah, yeah. you've got to be a brain surgeon to be able to decipher charts yeah, yeah. you've got to be a rocket scientist to be able to predict the price of the oh, euro yeah those things aren't necessarily true. There are so many aids out there now and so many um, platforms you can use yeah. that allow you to, or the math to be done for you essentially. And, and it is good to understand it and it is important that you do have an understanding of it, but it's not it's not essential to get started anymore. Yeah. Um, and I think it's really cool that you guys have come from where you've come from um, and, and you are where you are now in terms of helping people on board. So for example, if you're watching this, just to give you an example of how their role works, if you were watching this video now and the, you decided that you, you wanted to give this a dabble um, or you wanted to get involved, you looked on the internet and you went, I have no idea what I'm looking at. You could call normal people like Ryan and Gulam and they'll answer the phone and they will talk to you like a normal human and they'll explain things to you in simple terms until you get a bit more into the market and then you can become more advanced and you can talk in kind of trading terms and whatnot. Uh, and basically they're a point of contact to help you enter a world that is potentially very foreign to a lot of people. Yeah, it's just like, use the word loosely, but a mentorship in terms of, if you have somebody there to, to keep you on the right track and, and guide you so that you know when you enter the stop loss correctly and how to move, Stop loss to entry, that kind of thing. Exactly, that's it's just what we're here for. Those that, kind of terms. things that are overthought because everyone, yeah. everyone looks, everyone starts and goes right. I want to know how to draw Fibonacci retracements. I want to know how to use <laughs> this, that, this, that, this, that, this, that. I want to know how to find volume orders. I want to know how to find um, ATRs and all of that. It's everyone everyone yeah. overlooks the simple it's stuff. Unnecessary. You've got to know how to place proper trades first. You've got to yeah. know how to place proper stop losses. You've got to yeah. know how to manage a risk. Yeah. And that's what you guys are here for. Yeah. In terms of your goals, obviously, if you are moving forward, you're going backwards, essentially, because everyone else is. Yeah. So you're always looking for the future and you're always looking for progression. What is your goal for five years? We'll start with Gulam first. So obviously, I came into this completely new and to be able to get to the level where I am now was obviously very rewarding for myself. Yep. Um, five years time, I want to be at a stage where I manage other clients, well, other mentors like we do now yep. and become sort of like a desk world manager. Yep and help new clients get a complete understanding of how it works, have a team under me where we give that 20, well, 24 seven support in a sense. It is 24 yeah. seven, it's nine to five on the phones, but you're never, yeah. you're never unavailable yeah, for clients. Exactly you? that. Yeah, just getting to that stage where I am now a desk manager, being able to give that support, give that reassurance to clients yeah. to make sure that they're doing the right thing and just literally grow from there. Like you said, keep going forward and Servex is expanding massively, getting to a stage where we have so much clientele under us. 
Yeah. And let's just keep going forward from here, see where it goes. Cool. Ryan? Um, like you said, obviously, exactly the same in terms of roles and support that we do. As the company expands, obviously, we want to be here. For you guys watching, um, we already have eight and a half thousand clients yeah. and we've been going a very short period um, in terms of company. So within the next year, 15, 20,000 clients, that's going to happen. Yeah. yeah, will happen. Yeah. And it will require effort from the teams in yeah. here. from Expansion us. as well. Yeah. yeah, massively. So to, I just want to be part of that first yeah. and foremost. Cool. Um, and obviously just help as many people that I can get into this world, become financially free and just live the life that we've obviously had yeah. cool well if you want to check these guys instagrams out they will be links in the description feel free to take a look um we've got ryan and gulam thank you for your time today guys i really Sorry. appreciate it. i understand you're busy um i hope you guys enjoyed next week we'll be talking to tom lewis who has been on a podcast previously and we'll be discussing more trading related things i really appreciate your time today guys i really appreciate your okay. time as well um have a good day and I will speak to you later. You too. Thank you. Thank you.